It's National Limerick Day today, so I went ahead and put together a limerick for you. If you want a podcast, you're in luck. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should finish that. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's May 12th, 2020, and uh, I'm Russ, and and here's what you need to know about today. You you need to know that it's National Odometer Day. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm, I'm watching how fast I say these things, because um, that's what an odometer does. It, it, you know, tracks how many miles, how fast you're going, things like that. Well, yeah, it's odometer day, so I guess celebrate by <laughs> driving. I don't know. This is one of those weird days uh, that I always uh, point out uh, that why do we have this? Why do we have to celebrate the odometer? Um, we've been driving less over the last year. We all know that news story, right? The average person drives about 13 to 14,000 miles every year, but last year, not so much. Uh, that was way down last year, but there's the story. You all knew that. Um, <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, so I figured, you know, I'd slow down my uh, speech. And, and and that would celebrate Odometer Day. Uh, it's also National Limerick Day, as I mentioned. And uh, you know, the only limerick that I really ever know is the start of a limerick. It was in like Three's Company a bunch and uh, uh, That 70s Show, various other programs. They would do the first line of this, but they wouldn't finish it. And it was, there once was a man from Nantucket. That was the start. And apparently that's the start to both clean and dirty versions of a uh, limerick. I'll give you the clean one because I want to keep the E off the podcast. That's why I uh, stopped my other limerick earlier. But uh, there once was a man from Nantucket who kept all his cash in a bucket, but his daughter named Nan ran away with a man and asked for the bucket, Nantucket. Yeah. Do we have a cricket sound effect perhaps that we could play? Yeah, that's the limerick that's the boring version. There's a dirty version that's yeah, kind of boring as well, actually. Um, but yeah, that's... See, I, I'm, I've am i depressed you with the various days. We've got boring odometer day. We've got limerick day. We just read a limerick and it wasn't great. Um, how do I bring this back? It's National Nutty Fudge Day. <laughs> there you go. Everything is all right. We can do this. And actually, you can put some miles on your car by going and getting uh, some fudge. And I'm sure you can write... A limerick about nutty fudge. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, nutty fudge, you know, chocolate, nuts, marshmallow. What is wrong with that? Nothing. Unless you have a nut allergy, then maybe there's a problem. But no, other than that, everything is great about National Nutty Fudge Day. So uh, go grab some fudge. Enjoy your day today. And also, if you're a receptionist, it is National Receptionist Day. Or if you know a receptionist, maybe bring your receptionist some nutty fudge today to, to help them celebrate. There's about a million. Um, one, wow, that's weird. There is 1,105,000 receptionists in the United States. That seems really small to me. Um, it's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, so I guess it's got to be right, but that seems really small. So anyway, those million people, let's celebrate them today and bring them some nutty fudge. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about our events for today. And our events start in 1937 with the coronation of King George VI. Okay, why did he become king? Well, it was because Edward VIII abdicated his throne because he proposed to Wallace Simpson, who was an American. Well, that wasn't the problem. The problem was that she had been divorced and, well, 
she was going through a second divorce and uh, going through the process, uh, he proposed. And yeah, they didn't like that too much. So they said, no, you, you can't be king or you can't you know, be king and be with Wallace. So what you going to do? And he stepped away just 326 days after becoming king. So therefore, his brother would become the king. Now, King George VI would die in February of 1952. And that is when Queen Elizabeth became Queen Elizabeth. And Queen Elizabeth II, actually, um, actually, on this day in 2011, became the second longest reigning monarch in Britain. Well, about six years ago, she became the longest reigning British monarch. At And right now, in case you're wondering, how long has she been there? Well, 69 years and 94 days. Now, she's not the longest reigning monarch because... Yeah, in other countries, there's a few people ahead of her. Like, for instance, Louis XIV of France, who reigned for 72 years and 110 days. So she's got a couple of years to go uh, before she becomes the longest reigning monarch anywhere. <laughs> you know, in 1959, Liz Taylor. Look at that. Another story about a, a Liz. Uh, yeah, she was married for the fourth time. This time to Eddie Fisher. The two stars were married from 1959 till 1964. Now, here's the problem with all of this. Well, Liz Taylor was best buds with Debbie Reynolds, and yeah, Eddie Fisher was married to Debbie Reynolds. Really what happened out of this was a lot of people called Elizabeth Taylor a homewrecker uh, because of this, because, well, she took Eddie Fisher away from Debbie Reynolds, leaving her with the two kids. And it was pretty messy back then. Well, the two didn't stay married for long. As I mentioned, they divorced in 1964. However, they were actually married longer than Eddie Fisher was married to Debbie Reynolds. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor went on to have uh, many more marriages that we've talked about on the show. So did Eddie Fisher. He had uh, several marriages as well. Actually, this whole story involves a bunch of people and a bunch of weddings. Uh, really, the only win in all of this is for the caterers and the photographers. In 1990, Saturday Night Live used a time delay on this day. Why? Well, they had Andrew Dice Clay on the show, and they thought that maybe he would say something inappropriate. I, you know, he he wasn't limericks. He was rewriting uh, those uh, nursery rhymes in various ways, and. What I used to do uh, is when I would read the nursery rhymes to my kids, I would read it in Andrew Dice Clay voice. They had no idea why. And I would read, of course, the clean versions right out of the book there. But uh, it was just fun for me. <laughs> yeah. You get to know a little about me as a dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. In 2002, uh, Jimmy Carter arrived in Cuba for a five-day visit with Fidel Castro. So Jimmy Carter was the first president of the United States in or out of office to visit the island of Cuba since Castro like basically stepped into power back in 1959. So long drought of uh, presidents heading over to Cuba and you got to love this guy, Jimmy Carter. I mean, the photo the other day, though, 
was just hilarious. <laughs> you got to look this up. It's the Carters and the Bidens together. And for some reason, the Carters, uh, Jimmy Carter and Rosalind Carter, they're sitting down. They look so tiny uh, compared to the Bidens. Uh, very interesting photo. <laughs> also, hey, they weren't social distancing. People complained about that, but I didn't have a problem with that. I had the problem with how did Biden shrink the Carters. I don't know how that happened, but uh, it was a really interesting photo. You got to check that out. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to go back in time here a little bit to 1981. Something that happened uh, this week in 1981, Kim Carnes and her song, Betty Davis Eyes hit number one. It stayed there for nine weeks. Okay, so Kim Carnes actually didn't write the song. It was written by Donna Weiss and Jackie DeShannon. Jackie released the song. It wasn't a hit. If you hear the song, it sounds a little circusy. I guess you'd say. A weird tempo, weird background music. It was really odd. But Kim recorded the much more recognizable version of the song. Betty Davis loved that version, wrote a letter to the writers and to Kim, uh, thanking them for making her a part of modern times. If you've never heard the other version of Betty Davis Eyes, go check it out. <laughs> Let me know what you think. <laughs> it's uh, entertaining, we'll just say. So weird. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Kim Fields turns 52 today. George Carlin was born on this day in 1937, and he died in 2008. Emily Van Camp is 35. Emilio Estevez, 59. Tommy Hawk is 53. And Steve Winwood is 73. Stephen Baldwin, 55. Wow, we got a lot of birthdays. Jason Biggs is 43. That's your look at May 12th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.